Welcome to the Infinite Project podcast. My name's Stephen and I'm the owner of the Infinite Project. We help men and women lose over two stone of body fat and finish dieting for good without needing to cut out all their favorite foods. In today's episode, we talk about the five biggest mistakes people make with their diet. Um, So these five biggest mistakes, I've made all these in the past as well. And this is some of the most common ones I've seen um, from clients in the past and just in general. So getting stuck straight in, number one is having no structure with your diet. Um, A lot of people don't have any structure when it comes to with their food intake for the week ahead. They kind of go into the week a bit, a little bit reactive. Uh, We've got maybe no plans but what we plan to have with our lunches or suppers and we kind of just decide on a whim as the, the kind of week goes on. Um, when we don't have that structure, it is very hard to find some level of consistency where your diet's in a good place and you're seeing results. So that's probably the biggest thing I see, you know, that lack of structure. Now, to kind of fix that, best way around that is to, you know, before you do your food shop, just map out what you plan to have. Uh, map out what you're planning to have for some of your breakfast for the week ahead. Map out what you're planning to have for some of your lunches at work or what meals you're going to have when you come home and have your supper at night. Like Have those foods in the fridge. It'll give you a little bit of structure. Even plan out some of your snacks. If you don't plan, you're just going to go around and grab random things in the shop. It's going to be really hard to build that level of consistency that you need to see results. So that is the first one, um, not having any structure. And literally, even if you just take a pen and paper or the notes on your phone and just map out what you plan to have for the week ahead, it will make your food shop so much easier and it will make staying on track so, so, so much easier. So that's number one. Number two is filling the house with junk food. Now, again, this kind of links back to number one. If you have no structure and you've got no kind of plan with what you're going to have for the week ahead and you go to your food shop, it is so, so easy to just throw any old crap into your trolley. Before you know it, you've got multi-packs of crisps, chocolate, uh, puddings, whatever it is you enjoy to have. And when you fill your house with junk food, uh, you know, it's no wonder that you can't stop eating junk. A lot of people I've spoke to in the past will say, oh, I can't stop snacking. I'm like, okay, what are you snacking on? Oh, I'm eating loads of chocolate and crisps. Can't stop eating them. I'm like, well, are they in the, are they in the house? Yeah, they're in the house. Well, you're, you're, you're not making it easy for yourself. Like, you know, if the, the food's not there, it's so much easier not to have it. When it's there, it's just too tempting. Like, I know, like me, myself, even when I'm at my most strictest, um, sometimes I'll look in the cupboard and I'll be a little bit peckish. And if I see a dairy milk bar there or my favorite bag of crisps, I'm 100% going to go and eat them, uh, regardless of uh, you know what my goals are at the time. Um, so filling your house from junk just makes things so much harder. If it's not there, you can't have it. It's a bit like, imagine at night, see, you, you get a little bit peckish, you go through the kitchen, and uh, let's imagine there's no junk food there, but there's, I don't know, toast and peanut butter instead, or uh, I don't know, a bowl of fruit with some yogurt. I don't know, whatever it is you enjoy eat. If it's there and there's no other junk, you're not going to go jump in the car, drive to Tesco, get a chocolate bar, drive back, and then sit back on the sofa. Absolutely not. It's just too much of an effort. So make it harder to go off track and easier to stay on track. And that's all to do with your environment. So yeah, if your house is full of junk, you're making it so much harder for yourself. Get rid of it. Just don't buy it. There's nothing wrong with having junk food in moderation, but if your house is full of it, it's just going to make it so much harder. So that's number two. Number three, we have going off the rails at the weekend. Now this, again, is another really, really common one. I see a lot of people Monday through Friday, they'll be absolutely killing it, and then the weekend is just a shambles. Uh, The diet goes out the window, and maybe there's a lot more alcohol and things like that. And like again, there's nothing wrong with having those, those foods or having alcohol and things like that. It's just getting that balance. Now, 
when you don't have that balance, you'll find that you just don't make progress. Or maybe worse, you you start going the opposite way and you start to gain weight. Um, but you know, it's it's very disheartening when you're killing it Monday through Friday and then the weekend's your downfall. Um, so with regards to kind of going off the rails at the weekend, how you kind of fix that is you kind of want to make sure that you're just not kicking the crap out. Now, a lot of people, for example, let's say, you know, Monday through Friday, you've been killing it. It comes to Friday night and you're going out for supper. Uh, it's three courses and you had a bottle of wine. Now, a lot of people after that meal will feel really guilty. They'll feel like I'm off track. And then it's like, well, I'll start again on Monday. So Saturday then becomes a write-off. Sunday becomes a write-off. Um, you know, when you add all those days together, like, yeah, you're not going to make any progress. So, But if you had just enjoyed that three-course meal on the Friday and got straight back on it on the Saturday and got your diet back in a good place again and on the Sunday, you'd probably still make progress for the week. Um, it is just literally making sure you're ruthless at getting straight back on it. Now, that's something I teach all my clients to get really, really good and not beating themselves up when they have a meal out or a takeaway or whatever it is they enjoy and just get straight back on it. And if you can do that, like literally over the long haul, you will make so, so much progress. Um, the weekends, like, you, you know, you don't want to be going into the weekends thinking, right, I need to restrict myself. I can't have that. I can't do this. No, stuff that, you know, it's just getting that balance right. Um, you know, and not can almost live by this rule like don't let one bad meal turn into two and if you do that that will massively massively help you going forwards there are a few other things you can do before and after social events to make sure that you do make progress but literally if you can just make sure right okay i've had one bad meal tonight tomorrow i'm back on it if you can be ruthless with that that will a hundred percent serve you long term and so that's number three going off the rails at the weekends number four is uh, not eating enough protein now, again, when I look at any new client that comes on board with me, I usually look through their, their food intake and see what their diet looks like just now. Now, a lot of people, protein intake will be really low. You know, we'll look at breakfast. Like the average breakfast is usually like toast, cereal, things like that. Uh, there's not a lot of protein in there. Same with lunches and things like that, like soup and a sandwich. And maybe there'll be a, a protein meal at night, but a lot of people's protein intake is really, really low. Now, Increasing our protein intake will massively help, one, make us feel fuller for longer, which really helps when you're trying to lose body fat, and two, it'll help better manage your energy levels. What you'll find sometimes when you have a really high carb meal is after it, yeah, you'll get a wee boost in, in energy, but then after it, your energy levels suddenly crash again. You get a little bit peckish. So increasing our protein intake will just help better manage our energy levels, keep us feeling fuller for longer, and we'll just make the whole process so much easier. So the best way around that, look at your breakfast, your lunch, and dinner. Try to prioritize some sort of protein source at each one. So for example, at breakfast time, like today I had, uh, I think it was a Graham's high protein yogurt, uh, a bagel uh, with some lure pack on it, and some blueberries. That was my breakfast today. So I've got the uh, Graham's yogurt, that's my source of protein, um, that's my main source of protein in that meal, uh, lunch today, um, I might have eggs and salmon for example, I absolutely love having that, so the eggs and salmon are high in protein, I'll maybe have that with a slice of wholemeal toast, and then supper tonight is, uh, what have we got, we've got a chicken curry, I'll have that with rice and veg, um, so there we go, chicken, we've got your protein source at each meal time there, so aim to have a protein source at breakfast, lunch and dinner, if you do that, your protein intake is going to be there or thereabouts. Number five, the final one is all or nothing dieting. Now, this is another really common one. It kind of ties in with um, number three, going off the rails at the weekend. A lot of people, it's either, right, I'm absolutely on it. I'm on a diet. I'm being really restrictive. I'm not having takeaways. I'm not eating out. I'm not eating anything bad. I'm being really good. 
or it's I'm completely off it. There's no in-between. Now, in-between is where the magic happens. In-between is where you can still enjoy things socially, like going out for your tea. In-between is where you can still have a takeaway and still make progress. So, you know, you want to get away from this all-or-nothing approach. Sure, being super, super strict, yeah, it might speed up your, your results in the short term, but it's sticking to it long term. That's the real problem. And um, when you're trying to be mega, mega restrictive long, long, long term, it just doesn't work. So many people eventually have something unhealthy or go off track. And usually when they've been doing it for a long period of time, they feel so guilty that it completely derails them and they're back to square one. Like how often have you seen someone that's been mega strict, say they've done some kind of, I don't know, restrictive diet where they've been so, so strict and they've maybe lost two, three, four stone, but a year later, they're like back to square one because they've gone off track, gone back to their old habits and the weight's all gone back on. So we want to kind of pull away from that all or nothing approach and try to focus on, I like to call it the 80-20 rule. If you can get 80% of your diet to that healthy, nutritious food, that's the main focus. And then that remaining 20%, that's your that's your unhealthy food. So that could be your takeaway the weekend. That could be going out for a three-quarter this Saturday. It could be the odd bar of chocolate you have through the week. If you can get the main bulk of your diet in a good place, you can still make progress having that 20% of junk food. Um, and it's so much easier, like losing body fat, feeling like you're not on a diet. Like who the hell wants to restrict themselves from those favorite junk foods they have forever? It's just not, it's just not, it's not a long-term strategy. Like you don't have to do it that way either. Um, like I said, we want to pull away from that all or nothing approach because it just doesn't work in the long term. And that's what you want to focus on, guys. You want to focus on the long game. Like who cares how much weight you can lose in two months, three months? It's where you are a year from now, five years from now, because all the weight you lose right now, you want to make sure it doesn't come back. You want to lose it and make sure it doesn't come back. And the way we do that is, you know, it's getting our, our diet to a place where it becomes a habit. You don't even have to think about it. It's the new normal. It's a new baseline. That's the, the new way you eat. Um, so yeah, that's the kind of way you want to look at your, your diet, your fat loss journey. Look at it in the long term, not in the short term. Who cares what you can shift in three months? Anyone can lose fat in three months. It's it's keeping off, keeping it off. And that's the, the real, real challenge. So guys, that is the five biggest mistakes I see people make with their diet. Number one was no structure and kind of winging it into the week. Number two was filling the house with junk food. Number three was going off the rails at the weekends. Number four, not enough protein in their diet. And number five was the all or nothing dieting approach. You're either completely on it or you're completely off it. So yeah, you're 100% guys. Hopefully that was useful. You want to avoid those five mistakes um, because yeah, they'll, they'll cripple your progress long term. Um, and like I said, you want to focus on the long game of this when it comes to fat loss. We want to make sure what we lose now doesn't come back. We don't want to be losing a ton of weight just to gain it all back and then have to do the whole process again. Because um, if you can get it off the right way, maintaining it becomes a hell of a lot easier. So guys, hope that's been useful today. Hope you're all having a fantastic week and we'll catch up with you next week.